Hi everyone, welcome to this edition of the podcast. It's a bit different, as you can see, we have some new guests. And today we're going to be talking about Everyone's Invited and why it's really important to discuss Everyone's Invited with different people, different schools and the wider community in general. So I'm going to start, I'm going to leave people to introduce themselves from that end. Hi, I'm Arian Gupta. I'm in year 13 at Reading School. Hi, I'm Tom Masters, also in year 13 at Reading School. Um, I'm Ollie Vinny, also <laughs> year 13 at Reading School. And unsurprisingly, I'm Adam Patterson and I'm the Reading School head boy. I'm Bavia. <laughs> I'm one of the head girls at the Abbey, year 13. I'm Mera. I'm in year 13. I'm Kate. I'm the other head girl at the Abbey in year 13. <laughs> I'm Liv in year 13 at the Abbey. Awesome. So now that we've got a little introduction going and we know who everyone is, um, I just wanted to start off by explaining what everyone's invited is sort of give a context of background so it'd be easier to have our discussion so everyone's invited on their website they say that it's a safe place for survivors to share their stories completely anonymously so they can't be uh, called out or they can't be targeted after they've spoken about really vulnerable moments in their lives mm. and it allows a sense of relief and a sense of empowerment and community for these survivors so that they feel like they've been heard um, without any uh, consequences if their identity is revealed so I wanted to like open the floor to you guys and mm. ask you what everyone's invited means to you and what you think why you think it's important and what you think it's good for or bad for well I think the best thing about it is it being anonymous because I know that a lot of people are scared to come forward like you said because of the consequences yeah and with this I know it said when I was having a look it said that you you can't put any names because yeah. otherwise it just won't go up um, and I think that is why it's like 50,000 people have yeah. posted something. And I think that's definitely a good reason yeah. for that. Of course. Yeah, I think it really opens discussion in communities. And one of the big parts of that was like the list of UK schools where, you know, incidents have been yeah. named. And that is majority of schools in the country. And it's important rather than it being a fear factor for schools to sort of be like, oh, my God, I'm dreading being on this list. What can we do about that? It should be just the point of what can we do about that? Yeah. And, um yeah, definitely a really important yeah. point in schools because it happens at school age. It's to yeah. open that discussion that it's not just adults in the wider world. Yeah, it's really important that kind of unearthing process The I was really unsure about kind of sexual harassment and things like that in the school environment, especially going to an all boys school. I didn't realize that it was half the problem that it was. And I think the, the kind of anonymous submission of these of these stories and like Kay said the the list of schools was was really quite a wake-up call for me about how big this problem actually is. Mm -hmm. I think it creates an amazingly open and safe um, environment for people to actually share what an impact sexual harassment has on women, men, everyone. Yeah. And I don't think, as you said, I don't think many people really understood how bad it was until this came out, no especially same. in schools. But I... Yeah, at such yeah. a young age as well, I feel like that's a really important point of the discussion, that it doesn't just happen in the wider world, you know, like women walking on the street when they're adults, you know, on their way home from work, that kind of thing. It starts young. And that's when you first realize that that's part yeah. of the world. And yeah, it makes me protective, like over my friends, over my younger sister. Like mm. I would never, ever want something yeah. to happen to her. And I think that's why it's so important. <laughs> I think, oh, sorry, no, if sorry. I can just chip in, I think, um, as, as you said, it's both got that sort of positive side of being like a very safe and secure space for people to be able to talk about their experiences, both openly and anonymously, mm -hmm. but then also you've got the other side where it's very like shocking and quite uh, provocative even to see um, 
the stories and the accounts of, of sexual harassment that people have experienced. And it's both from girls' schools, boys' schools, mixed schools. It's all throughout the spectrum. I think it is It is definitely quite an awake, a wake-up call, like Adam said, where I think from my discussions with, with students at, at Reading School, there isn't really, or there's an awareness of the issues that are, that women especially are uh, facing regarding sexual harassment. But there wasn't particularly an awareness of sort of the scope and the extent of it or indeed of uh, everyone's invited uh, website. Mm -hmm. I think maybe partly due to uh, it not really being taught that much in the upper school at our school and I think in in boys schools in general. Um, And also like of young men in in our school in Reading and also in the wider country just not really being aware of the issues that are faced by their female counterparts um, in Reading, which is has got some serious issues surrounding sexual harassment, but then also women in our society more generally. And I think part of it is the parameters of understanding what constitutes sexual harassment as well, because a lot of the time people will view things like catcalling, you know, that's such a common misconception that, oh, it's a compliment. Why would you not be happy at that? No, yeah, (laughs) it's it's definitely not. So, yeah, it's the things like that that constitutes sexual harassment, especially when, you know, the comments are quite direct. It's something that goes deep and when it starts at that school age that's quite you know it runs deep and it has more of an impact than you might think which is why the platform is so important and I think another part of that is that speaking to people of older generations it's brilliant that we're aware of it and we're you know focusing on raising that awareness within both of our school communities because older generations I've had to explain a few times what is everyone's invited and why is that important? Because yeah. so many people haven't. It's been normalised. It. Like, yeah, that was yeah. just way too normalised yeah. in this society. And sorry, definitely to add to that as well, the sort of aspect of online sexual harassment as well mm-hmm. something that perhaps yeah. people don't notice is part of that. Part of the, everyone's invited. And I think it is that exposure that's the most important thing to get people to realise. It's so easy to just dismiss. Oh, this is something that happens to women. Happens across the country. Yeah, where well, you can't see. Yeah, it. Yeah, you can't yeah. see it. Whereas within everyone's invited, you've, it's directly there in front yeah. of you. This happens in my school. This happens in my area. Yeah. It's, it's quite you know shocking. Yeah. So to lead off on what you guys are talking about with boys' schools, especially not having that much exposure, that much awareness. So, uh, what kind of like opinions or what kind of thoughts are students at your school having about this so, so there's quite a common attitude which is shows that lack of initiative which is like if i'm not making the problem worse mm-hmm. um then i'm not really to blame for this mm-hmm. it's what you really should be thinking is how can i make the situation better yeah um and that that initiative it i was talking to one of my friends the other day um and he was saying if i make jokes about something if i mention something um how am I then responsible for violence or sexual harassment against mm-hmm. women? Mm-hmm. Um, how is that How is that link there? And I think it's a lot to do with the, the validation of other people's views. If yeah. you're making jokes or if you're talking openly um, about these things, if you're being dismissive of, of the problems that women face, I think you're validating certain people's views that might be more extreme than yours. Mm-hmm. And by not actively combating those kind of negative views, you're breeding a kind of situation where someone however like old or young they are you're breeding a situation where at some point they they might feel it's acceptable yeah. to to sexually harass women yeah. and, and treat like them in that way pushing that normalization almost yeah. that like almost like toxic view that mm. it's just a joke i'm not actively doing anything to 
hurt someone, but you could be doing something inactively. That's I think why right. it's like oh, a culture. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's why it's like a culture, you know, rape culture, that yeah. kind of the, the jokes yeah. when it's dismissed and normalized and made something very passive in a community. That's when there's this lack of positive action to counteract it. And that is why this platform is so important. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I was saying as well. I think people, obviously everyone understands that rape is awful, but they don't understand that it's not just that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. also the rape culture, the comments. And obviously being from an all boys school, what I think I've seen is um, without girls, they can they think they can say comments. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously that go, they go untouched because yeah. there's no one to call them out. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, yeah, it just keeps going. And it's sort of, yeah, it's spirals snowball, out. Snowball. Snowball. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. 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 I think that a lot of that is um, prompted somewhat by the lack of education that, that we get mm-hmm. about it. I think a lot of people do it because not because they're malicious, but just yeah. because they're mil- uh, misinformed about mm-hmm. the topic. And Definitely. I think that lack of that lack of perspective that you gain, like Aaron said, by going to a boys school, you don't quite understand the, the gravity of the whole situation until you get into the wider world. And especially at, at Reading Boys as a kind of selective all boys school, you don't see that wider world until you get older. So obviously... Now I'm in sick form. I see the problem as it is and I mm-hmm. see it straight up and I understand the, the gravity. But I think even like as as someone who would consider my like I would consider myself someone who's informed enough on these topics. I felt when I was younger, there, there wasn't that information available for me or I didn't actively go and seek it. So this is what's important. It's about encouraging your friends to stand up to this and learn more about the topic, learn more about the issues because that that is what is going to fix the problem mm-hmm. as as we get older we're going to become a set of adults that defines the the societal values yeah. that yeah. we need to we need to instill so you need to be that change you can't really just rely on other yeah. people yeah mm-hmm. i think it's oh sorry oh um if i could just add to that i think there is still despite sort of talks about it there's still definitely that opinion of oh it's not me it's not mm-hmm. me doing it but equally if you flip it on the other way, on the on its head i suppose if a girl is on the street and she's being catcalled and there are several men around and she perhaps doesn't know who it's come from, it's not all men, but it could be any, any one any, man. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's definitely the collective responsibility to, as Adam as Adam mentioned, to call out behaviours when you see it and call out those little comments that might be seen as being okay to say in yeah. that all-boy setting, like mm. as I was mentioning. And I think more generally, more education in school needs to be like guided and headed towards sex and relationships education and also what a healthy relationship actually looks like whether that be platonic or Mm. romantic or sexual because there's a lot of different facets Mm -hmm. and in a single sex setting in our heteronormative society those interactions cross gender especially sexual and romantic Mm -hmm. are not particularly covered and there's not a lot of exposure towards them it's very taboo yeah yeah Yeah. so i think it's kind of referenced and and talk towards push to the side yeah exactly it's not mm-hmm. addressed i think yeah that's quite a, i feel like that's quite a quite countrywide thing i think there's a mm-hmm. lot of lacking Definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah the focus the focus on more of on the, the sort of safety aspect which is yeah. not something which is obviously important but you know at the same time you need that um sort of aspect of the actual relationship itself what should that look like what should you not be doing what should you be doing yeah and i think that is something that's just not talked about and definitely you know we've been talking about how this sort of culture is normalized i think there was an ofsted report into schools after the everyone's invited came out and they sort of interviewed all these different schools and it you know they they themselves said in schools this is this a normalized thing Mm. and i think again that just comes from the 
the lack of people calling things out, the lack of education around these things. And that's definitely something that could be could be like remedied. Yeah. 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 I also uh, to add to, to the points that we were saying, it's a massive kind of thing that people don't respond to the comments that are made. So uh, most people think, okay, I'm not involved in this. I don't want to fight. I don't want to be involved with this. So instead of opposing those comments, instead of teaching the person that is saying those comments, they keep quiet because, I mean, what are they going to say that could actually change that person's mind? But Mm -hmm. I think what should be normalized is this, route of discussion on different opinions which isn't going to be easy it never is and it never will be but I think it's one of the major things that may actually develop the situation mm-hmm. so like leading off from all that like what do you think our schools could do together or separately or with other schools in Reading to kind of apply what we've learned from everyone's invited and what we've learned from experiences of students who've gone through that unfortunately to make schools more safer, more comfortable, to make sure students feel empowered and feel comfortable enough to speak out and know that they're heard. Like, what do you think, what steps could we take further? So I think the collaboration aspect is the most important bit. I yeah, think talking, talk, about talking about it is is the greatest way to, to combat misinformation. I think just like maybe once a week being able to talk to someone who has different experiences to you is just going to have endless benefits Mm -hmm. it's going to widen your experience and your common experience as a as a cohort to to get that perspective on the wider world that you might be missing by just going to school and talking to people that you go to school with exactly i think the ages of people who are starting to embrace uh rape culture are getting lower Mm -hmm. so i think they've got to start start, they've got to start um really teaching it at schools maybe in PSHE from year seven seven, it should be from a young age because (laughs) I notice a lot of time on social media that's you know the monster that it is Mm. it's such a you know vector for spreading those opinions and that rape culture people can post anything they want and there's freedom of speech but there are the consequences that befall that Mm -hmm. and I think yeah that education from a really young age is so important so I don't think it's ever sort of too early to have Agreed. those open discussions like I know a lot of schools are worried about like oh are we allowed to say yeah. this but I don't yeah. think it's ever too early to have those open discussions both at school and in home settings mm-hmm. about again what constitutes a healthy relationship yeah. a healthy friendship yeah. Yeah. or what an unhealthy friendship between between just people in general yeah. looks like and having those settings where you can talk sort of openly mm-hmm. and not be judged for questions and opinions but able but equally being able to have those sort of views and viewpoints challenged mm. and changed for the better is so important. I think, especially in single ske- uh, single sex schools where discussions with peers tend to end up just being sort of an echo chamber. Yeah, where they're sorry, dude. Yeah. They're quite jokey as well. Like yeah. no one takes it seriously. They're like, think, oh, ha ha. Yeah, you know, like it's serious. Exactly. exactly. I think having those yeah. discussions with like people from different schools having cross talks between like Reading and Abbey really helps to break mm. down yeah, that sort of yeah. sort of single uh, headed view. I, th- you- uh, I just wanted to uh, ask a question and add a thing. Um, <laughs> so from the Abbey side, I definitely think I've seen something that can improve, mm-hmm. um, which is purely. I've forgotten what it is now. I'll ask my question first. It'll come back to me. <laughs> this happens quite a lot. <laughs> um, my question was, I 
well, for for my knowledge, mm. I know that yeah, again, these discussion these discussions within only boys school or mixed schools can tend to turn into jokey discussions, not actually addressing the problem. And boys not really understanding, could be girls as well, but what I've seen is boys not really understanding the difficulty of sexual assault. Um, How do you think will schools find the way to combat this? Because it's not easy. Mm. No. I think um, mainly it's sort of just normalizing that discussion. Like if you have these discussions occasionally, like, you know, you're interacting with um, the opposite sex, you know, a couple of times every so often. It's not, it doesn't normalize that conversation, which can lead to it becoming jokey because you're just mm-hmm. messing around. You don't think it's going to have an impact. But I think to be able to sort of take down that front of defensiveness that guys get up when, when they're sort of like being confronted about uh, their behavior as a gender. I think that's something that can be combated with just normalizing having discussions, having them frequently, yeah. having them in a sort of friendly setting so that it's open to discussion so that you don't have to feel defensive about about um, being confronted. It's more like educational rather than accusational. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not saying you Definitely. are the problem. It's more saying like, mm-hmm. this is why... This is the problem we, we need to go against yeah. it together. Yeah. Yeah. Integration is, is really important because I think there's a lot... We do a lot of PSHE that is... Uh, sitting in chapels and yeah. listening to keynote speakers, which I think is really important yeah. from people who have experience. But I think there's a tendency, especially um, with the cohort that I'm part of, to kind of switch off a little bit yeah. when we're listening to someone mm-hmm. as as a, as a cohort. I think those, if you were having those discussions in right other away. lessons or if you were having it within small groups of people, I think it becomes more serious. You're, yeah. It's not like a group of people need to listen to someone yeah. speak. It's, it's about you having a conversation yeah. um, with someone and it being a serious conversation about real issues. Mm-hmm. And I think it might get through a little bit more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think something that helps break down that sort of defensiveness, like Tom was saying, and also the sort of almost wrong normalization where you're almost becoming numb to the experiences yeah. Yeah. of it with those big discussions in a in a hall or whatever. I think being able to have that sort of safety and anonymity to be able to ask those traditionally like awkward or taboo questions is so important because I don't think any curiosity or question that either boys or girls might have towards um towards sort of sex and relationships and what constitutes sexual assault should ever be off limits because I think you you learn from yeah it's only from we learn from and grow from being able to like take other people's opinions yeah um on board and that's i think quite crucial in helping heal that gender divide in in reading and mm-hmm. uk more generally and that's why everyone's invited it's quite i think important. that was really close to my point so i'll quickly say it before <laughs> <laughs> um but it was so i think schools should teach what constitutes as sexual assault or even getting there because me at the age of 17 had to learn online what what actually what counted as sexual assault, yeah. which mm-hmm. I don't think is normal. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think this is one of the things that could help because girls or boys could get out of a situation way before it started. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's really about cool. like learning from an early age yeah. what is wrong almost mm-hmm. and what you can do to help, mm-hmm. and then just continuing that discussion and that conversation until you you know you mature and you yeah. become comfortable before you get into those bad habits yeah, yeah. friend groups because i know exactly. that they can arise yeah. quite easily it's like almost unlearning to learn again yeah, yeah. which i Definitely. think is what we kind of take what away from this, this. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so 
thank you everyone for coming yeah. that was really good mm-hmm. thank um, you. yeah <laughs> of course and yeah I think what we've kind of summed up today is that it's really important to keep talking about this and mm-hmm. if you do have questions you shouldn't be ashamed to ask them because that's how we learn because we're still children in the end and just keep discussing with your friends just keep discussing with people you're comfortable with and start unlearning those toxic traits and behaviors so yeah. thank you everyone um thank you for having us yeah, thank, you. <laughs> thank you for having us